being so high off weed while tripping that I couldn't even remember the last sentence I spoke, not to mention ego jesting a few times. I'm Yuki, joined by my co-host Reggie, and you're listening to Modern Day Hippie, the podcast about doing drugs in a responsible, fun, and safe way to improve your life. Before we jump into today's episode, a quick legal disclaimer. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Our goal is to educate and inform others about the realities of substance use in an engaging format. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to attempt to recreate anything found in this episode or any of our other content. We are not confessing to any accident in this podcast. The content in this episode should not be treated as factual or real in any way. Now with that, we hope you enjoyed today's show. Hey guys, it's Reggie coming at you with my first microdose episode. Today, we'll be talking about how to prevent and handle a bad trip, which is a topic that's really important and something that I've been thinking about a lot over the years. As some of you may have seen in a recent episode, my co-host Yuki recently had a pretty bad trip. and That's kind of what prompted me to make an episode about this so that y'all don't end up in a situation like he did. Over the years, I've tripped over a hundred times on multiple different psychedelics, from the classic psychedelics like shrooms, LSD, and DMT, to research chemicals like 4-ACO, DMT, and 2-CB, and I can confidently say that I've never truly had a really bad trip. Don't get me wrong, I've gotten really close, and I've definitely been really uncomfortable at times, but I've always managed to pull myself together and never experienced the type of trip that Yuki talked about on the pod recently. Now, some of y'all might be thinking that I must not have ever been in a situation that prompted a bad trip, but I can assure you I've been in some situations that most people would never want to find themselves in while on psychedelics. These include working a cashier shift at a restaurant on acid during the busiest day and shift of the week and meeting the owner for the first time, being left on the side of a mountain four miles up with no food, water, cell phone, or ID on me while tripping, and being so high off weed while tripping that I couldn't even remember the last sentence I spoke not to mention ego jesting a few times. While I don't recommend ever putting yourself in situations like those, if you ever find yourself in an uncomfortable place by using the knowledge I'm about to share, you can still prevent and handle a bad trip too. Now, the most important part of this is prevention. You want to make smart decisions before taking psychedelics so that you're less likely to be uncomfortable in any way. And that sense of not being comfortable can spiral into a full-blown bad trip if you're not careful. A lot of factors go into this, but first and foremost, you want to go into your trip with confidence and a healthy mindset. Having confidence in yourself going into the trip can act as a placebo booster when you're actually tripping, especially helping to block out that even the idea of a bad trip. I've even gone as far as to convince myself that I don't believe in bad trips, and while deep down I know they exist, having that mindset has never failed me. I've been in a few situations where I'm tripping with someone we just had different mindsets about it and due to the crazy doses we took, they'd have a bad trip while I'd be having the trip of my life. Now this is easier said than done, especially for people who may suffer from anxiety, but if you keep up your confidence in yourself, I promise you'll make the biggest difference. Next, you want to make sure that you're well rested before taking psychedelics, especially ones like acid that lasts a long time. Even if you're in the ideal environment, if your body really needs rest and it can't fall asleep since you're tripping, you're just setting yourself up for an extremely uncomfortable experience. I've been in situations where I take acid or shrooms and I didn't sleep enough the day or two before that, and that's when a lot of those thoughts on your body failing you somehow or not functioning properly start to creep in, even though you're almost always totally fine. On that same note, you should also be careful about what you eat before tripping. In most cases, it shouldn't matter too much if your body's already used to a certain diet, but the last thing you want to do is eat something that would upset your stomach or keep you on the toilet while you're tripping as that can turn into some of those intrusive and unreasonable thoughts about body failure or something, especially if you're not going into the trip super confidently in yourself and your ability to handle the drug. 
This is especially a concern with raw mushrooms as they're known to be kind of rough on the stomach. So if you eat something that upset your stomach without adding in shrooms, then you're really not doing yourself any favors. If you find yourself with raw shrooms and are worried about the stomach upset or nausea, then I'd recommend making a tea so that's easier to digest. It also tastes a lot better. I'd recommend something sweet to mask the shrooms taste like sweet tea. That's always my favorite. Now, I know I've talked about this on the pod before, but if you smoke too much weed while tripping, what I've found could happen is that you can get so high that your short-term memory gets shot temporarily, of course. Now, normally, if you're that high, you just pass out or something, but since you're tripping, the psychedelics keep you awake and functioning. And unless you're tripping alone, that can get super frustrating if you're trying to have any sort of conversation with anyone since you can't remember what you just said, what they said, and you'll probably repeat yourself without realizing it. If that happens to you, then try to make light of it as something funny since if you're actually getting frustrated, you don't want to ruin your trip. Lastly, for prevention, you want to consider your set and setting, especially regarding the trust and safety of your surroundings. When I was stuck on the side of a mountain on acid, I couldn't even trust the water I was drinking from the random streams I'd find, not to mention feeling far from safe all alone in that environment, especially after the sun went down. Now, you won't always be able to control your surroundings, but make sure to do your due diligence in terms of setting yourself up for success. Your environment was one of the biggest factors that can influence your trip right after the mindset you have regarding how you perceive everything that does or doesn't happen. If I had just brought a cell phone, a water bottle, some snacks, and proper shoes for the hike, then being left alone on the mountain wouldn't have been a big deal at all, even while tripping. One of the best ways to ensure that feeling of trust and safety is to let a trusted friend or colleague know when you're tripping, what you're on, and establishing an easy way for you to reach them if you need anything. Just the knowledge that someone has your back if shit hits the fan goes a long way in creating a sense of security and comfort. Alternatively, you can have a sober trip sitter who either hangs out with you on the trip or is nearby that you can call on if you need anything. I definitely recommend a trip sitter for less experienced psychonauts, especially if it's your first trip. You're at the club and the music is thumping, but you, you've got nothing left in the tank. So what do you do? Sniff some cacao. Yup, you heard that right. Sniff some cacao. It's the hottest new trend in the club and party scene. One bum-sized sniff of raw chocolatey powder contains the caffeine equivalent to a half cup of coffee and boom, it hits instantly. And the best part is you can now sniff cacao anytime, anywhere, right out in the open, in front of the DJ booth or the stage, even at the VIP table with your friends. Now, how does that happen without drawing unwanted attention? Snowgo's spring-loaded bump straws make it possible. These classy triple mirror polished bump straws are the safest, most discreet way to enjoy sniffing cacao. In fact, you've most likely already seen people wearing Snowgo's bump straws as pendants around their necks without even knowing it. Discover why sniffing cacao using Snowgo bump straws is being called the biggest revolution in partying since the invention of rock and roll. Jump on over to snowgostraws.com to learn more. That's S-N-O-G-O-S-T-R-A-W-S.com and use discount code MDH15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Now, if the prevention techniques didn't work and you find yourself having a bad trip, there are a few things you can do to return to normalcy. The first and easiest thing I'd recommend is to practice a breathing technique where you take a deep breath all the way in, then take another double breath at the end to fully fill your lungs. When you exhale, make sure to expel all air that you can. This technique is known to calm the body down. I'm not 100% sure how it works, but I saw on it Andrew Huberman podcast, so I know it's legit, you know what I mean? (laughs) If you still feel like that's not doing the trick, you should try to meditate. A lot of people think that meditating is clearing your mind of things, but the reality is that just trying to do that usually doesn't work, especially on psychedelics. And the best way to meditate is to just focus on one thing, which ends up clearing your mind of other things and calms you down. The easiest thing to focus on is your breathing. So take some deep breaths and focus on just that and it should calm you down. Lastly, as an absolute last resort, if you're having a nightmare trip and you're worried that you're going to hurt yourself or something, then you can take a benzo to kill the trip. 
Xanax is probably the easiest to get your hands on for most people, but other benzos would work too. I always keep some Xanax around when I'm taking a super high dose of psychedelics, and even just knowing I have it as a last resort is comforting. Just make sure that whatever benzos you have are real, either prescription or tested with a drug testing kit. The last thing you want to do is take something laced with some random shit and make your trip worse. Testing your drugs also prevents any sort of paranoia around the substances you ingest. Now, if you can make it through the trip without taking anything, I definitely recommend that as bad trips can really be really great learning experiences, especially when you make it through them. However, in extreme cases where real damage to self or others could occur, it's probably worth it to kill the trip with a benzo, though those cases are rare. If you've already survived through a nightmare trip before and are having another one, it also might be worth it to just kill the trip since you already learned from the first one. No need to go through that again if you don't have to. Well, that's all I've got for you today. Stay safe and happy tripping. Truly, thank you for listening to the show. We seriously fucking appreciate it. If you want to help us out, just leaving a rating or a comment, you know, the drill would be incredibly helpful. But more importantly, share the knowledge and the love with your friends. Make sure they're getting the information they need on this topic that is so underserved and underappreciated in today's society. We'll see you all next week.